Welcome to the Theory and Practice Podcast, hosted by me, Anna Cordera. I created Theory and Practice after growing tired of the exclusive and perfectionist nature of wellness conversations. And so my hope is that with this platform and this podcast, we inspire you, the next generation of changemakers, to prioritize self-discovery before self-improvement. So every week, we'll bring you the ideas and resources to help you get to know yourself better through conversations with young emerging thought leaders and established trailblazers and the ever so often solo episode with just me sharing a book or idea that has helped me in my journey of self-discovery. So thanks so much for listening and for joining along. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode. Very excited for you all to listen to my conversation with Naya Jones, who is the founder and CEO of Inside Then Out. Inside the Now is a lifestyle brand of journals and accessories to encourage more intentional living. As Naya put it, Inside the Now wants to help guide you along your personal growth journey. And I love the name because it represents prioritizing what's inside before prioritizing what's outside. In this conversation, Naya and I talk about journaling, the power of creativity and self-acceptance. We also talk about the journey of entrepreneurship that she embarked on while remaining a corporate employee. We talk about the focus for Inside the Now in 2024. And of course, she shares some really amazing anecdotes of how people are using her products. This is an amazing conversation we talk about so much. She shares her definition of self-discovery. She talks about her habit of journaling. It's a really great conversation, and I hope that you all enjoy it. Thanks so much for listening, and see you next week. Naya, welcome to the Theory and Practice podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I have to say, it's just funny timing because I shared this story just now with you, but about a year ago, one of my coworkers told me about your journals. And then I like looked into the brand and I was so impressed because this is essentially like the type of um, philosophy that I that I abide by self-discovery, inner work, journaling. And it feels like a full circle moment now to be interviewing you. I know. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) So I just want to acknowledge that because the world works in funny ways sometimes. And we have so many connections. I know. know I know. Yeah. I actually heard you on a podcast too um, that Alexis Barber had. She and I went to school together. Oh my gosh. No way. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. We actually did a Harvard Business School program together. Oh, so Um, cool. And I remember in the early stages stages of starting my business, we actually sent her a journal and she had posted about it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Small, small world that we live in. (laughs) Um, But I'm very grateful that you are taking time out of your New York trip to hop on the Theory and Practice podcast. We're thrilled to have you because Theory and Practice is all about self-discovery. Uh, especially to promote it for those that are in their 20s, looking to be inspired by people like you who have gone on their path of self-discovery, started their own businesses, and are thriving now as entrepreneurs, artists, creatives. So we're thrilled to have you. We can't wait to hear your story. And I guess the first question that I want to ask you, which is what I ask everyone on the pod is, 
who are you what's your story yeah so a little bit about me is i've been journaling since i was a little girl though at the time when i was journaling i didn't know that that would transform into a business Mm -hmm. and my reason why i think it was something that i used because i had a hard time opening up to people i was always Mm -hmm. like an overthinker always living in my mind um so journaling was very much my outlet And I think about the thing about journaling, it's like a journey and it brings you back to yourself at different times in your life. And one of those times for me was right after graduating college. And in the midst of the COVID pandemic, I was forced to slow down for the first time in a long time. I'm like a super busy body, like super ambitious, always got 10 things going on. Um, But I was forced to slow down. And through that, I was really thinking to myself, why was I doing the things that I was doing? I was asking myself a lot of these larger life questions. And through that process, I realized that I'm sure this is an experience that a lot of other people are going through as well. Um, So that's how I had the idea for Inside Then Out. And a few months later, we launched it as a wellness brand that provides tools to help people be more intentional in their daily life. The name is all about empowering people to remember that they should prioritize what's inside first. Then, you know, think about everything outside of it so you know i'm curious to hear how you continue to create products that live to that mission to that philosophy of encouraging people to go inwards first yeah i think it's such an important aspect of wellness i think in the wellness space it's so funny because when i tell people i have a wellness brand if i don't say guided journals they're like is it fitness? Is it vitamins, food? supplements? Yeah, like, yeah. So I think it's really interesting that we got into like the mental wellness space. And I think that's been something that's been really important for me. Um, so when we're designing products, we're just really intentional about like what we want the impact of these products to be, but also in a way that is like modern and relevant. Um, like something that's important to us is like using the knowledge from mental health resources Mm -hmm. and psychologists but in a way that is resonant with today's society Um, so we always want like our packaging our product design all to feel really like minimal and modern and like something that is easy to -hmm. incorporate into your daily routine because we don't want to add to the busyness of course. Life, so. And, you know, you and Inside the Nap promote this idea of intention, living mm-hmm. with intention and purpose. And to see you and the brand really live that, too, yeah. is especially important and special because that you really are walking the talk, you yeah. know, what you're promoting of intention and purpose. Yeah. And I'll have to admit that intention is like my favorite word. So you'll probably hear okay, me say it, it like 10 times throughout this podcast. Um, but it's just crazy because the brand was born from me wanting to be more intentional. Um, So it's something that I still try to carry very much to this day. I love that. Well, you were kind enough to send me a couple of journals. So we have first here the Dig Deeper Mm -hmm. journal for everyone to see here. And then we also have this other journal that doesn't have a guided prompt like Mm -hmm. this one, but is also beautiful. And like, also I love the texture. I'm sure that was also intentional. And um, also serves as a good, good, good journal for people who maybe don't want the prompt. Mm -hmm. For those that don't know much about the products of Insight the Now, can you walk us through a little bit of what you offer and maybe like what people, if they want to get these journals, what to expect? Absolutely. So when we first started, we actually had one product, which was the Better Read Day Journal. 
and that is a daily guided journal designed for self-love reflection and growth there's actually one prompt for every single day of the year so it's like a great thing to get around the new year's time if you want to like set intention for Mm -hmm. the next year Um, and the prompts are really just designed to like dig a bit deeper and like ask yourself a lot of different questions that you might not think to ask yourself Mm. on a daily basis i think the cool thing is like even though i like i worked on the journal and and wrote a lot of the prompts like i still do it and like it be checking me sometimes um but yeah i think the the nature of the product is really just to like guide you through different aspects of your life they're all themed so um there is different themes like understanding your past love relationships goals um, and then we have the Dig Deeper Journal, which is the one that you have, yes. and it's undated, and that kind of allows you to go at your own pace. So if you don't necessarily want to journal every day, um, I think this is, like, a good option for you. But we mm. similarly have prompts and themes. I think this one has, like, intention, healing, growth, that sort of thing. I love that. And just to give um, people a little bit of a taste yeah. of what prompts to expect. For example, I just randomly pulled and opened <laughs> up a page, and one of the prompts is, what is something that has been on your wish list for a while? Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And there's also another one that's like, what are some things that feel heavy today? Mm-hmm. I really love just anything that encourages depth. Yeah. So I really am excited to, to know, to yeah. use these. And hopefully people who are listening to this can also check that out. Yeah. And I think one of the other things that we made sure is like it's a mixture of different prompts like all of them are are meaningful in some way but it's not going to be like heavy every single day sure um like tell me your deepest fears and insecurities but there is some of that in there so just be ready (laughs) yeah yeah and i love that because depth doesn't necessarily have to mean heavy exactly i don't know it goes just depth is so important and i think we we incorporate a lot of like gratitude prompts Mm -hmm. in there as well because it's also in in the same way it's important to understand the bad experiences it's also good to reflect on the good ones yeah um so we definitely want it to be like a full yeah like journey that you go on essentially amazing so I have to admit, I got one of your Instagram ads served on on my feed or on my stories palette. And um, I noticed that you included videos and photos of when you were starting to create Inside the Now on literally like piece of paper and pencil. And I thought that was, number one, a really unique um, video to include in an ad because it made me feel connected towards you and your journey and how you built inside the now, but also curious to see how you eventually evolved like the prototypes into the physical product. It's crazy because I hadn't done any businesses before this. Um, I had always like thought of myself as like wanting to be an entrepreneur, but I thought it was something that was going to come way later in my life. Um, so when I was first designing this product, it was definitely like me learning a lot, YouTube University, as I like to call it. Um, but it really did start with like paper and pen. Like I'm very much a paper and pen person. Um, I was drawing like, I think in the video you saw, it was like me literally drawing the Better Every Day Journal. And yeah. it's just like crazy seeing what that turned into today. Um, but honestly, it was just like a lot of research of figuring out like how to design a product, even hiring people. Like I always recommend people to use services like Fiverr or Upwork. Mm. If you don't know how to do like the little tasks, it's amazing to be able to find freelancers that can help in that area and then finding a manufacturer. Yeah. And I, I tested a bunch of different ones to see, um, which what one worked. I ended up like picking best. You, it sounds like you 
were have been scrappy and resourceful and just hardworking <laughs> to bring you know this idea that you had and this eventual drawing that you had on a piece of paper to life with a physical product yeah. how have you you know continued to evolve yourself as well um as you've built inside the now and as you've evolved inside the now yeah. going from you know drawing and prototype to physical product yeah I think for me, I've definitely grown a lot over the past mm -hmm. three years. I think having a business really ages you just because you're learning so much. And I went to college. I went to Johns Hopkins University, studied public health. But like, I'm telling you, like that degree has nothing on what I've learned over the past few years. And I think I've just really like gotten more comfortable in understanding myself as well. Um, I had mentioned that like I've been journaling since I was a little girl like very much an overthinker mm -hmm. and something that has been super valuable to me is that like in the same way my business has been growing I have been growing as well and just like really just understanding and staying true to myself and knowing what I want from my life I think it's easy to get distracted by a lot of like external influences when you don't necessarily know yourself and People will tell you what they think you should do. When I was working at Facebook for two years, a lot of people were telling me like, oh my gosh, like you made it. Like you're at mm. this great, amazing company. You have all these benefits. And while I did feel that and I was super grateful, something that I had to come to terms with was that this was not what I wanted mm. anymore. And I was there for so long because people were telling me that you need that stability. And it's crazy because like as soon as I left, like the business just continued to grow so much, which I already knew it would because I was like, if I'm dedicating like 50% of my time to this business and it's already growing so fast, imagine what that 100% looks like. So sometimes you just got to take the bet on yourself too. Of course. And look where you are now. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, amazing. Was it hard to leave? How did you explain no. that to your family as well? And did they have any cautionary yeah. guidance to you? Like, it, yes and no to your question of was it hard to leave. Before I left, I had wanted to leave for a while. It was really about timing. I was like, when is the right time for me to leave? And before I decided to leave, I had I made a few goals. One was like specific financial goals that I wanted to meet. Like I wanted to be very consistent and how much we are making because I think a nature of the early stages is you want to reinvest that money that you're making back into your business and not immediately like go to paying your bills. Um, so I was like, okay, can we sustain this in a way that can pour back into the business but can also like support me? And then the other thing was like, have I learned as much as I can learn from Facebook? Have I gotten the network, the resources, the teachings from this experience that I can carry on? to my next position um, and it's crazy because you never know like the things that you learn from an experience how that can translate to your next one so it's nice working at a big company because they do a lot of processes <laughs> that are useful that small businesses don't always do so we have like a performance review that's like very similar to yeah, Facebook's yeah. performance review um, but and even like when I'm doing interviewing like I just have learned so much things about like the operations behind running a company that I think is amazing to be able to learn from a company that's so large and, and has so many employees. Yeah, and carry on, um, you know, some of the processes yeah. or frameworks that they apply exactly. to to their business 
for you for inside the now. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge benefit from having been there. Right. I'm right. sure. So, you know, you talked about, you know, how you've evolved personally. And um, I can't believe it's been three years yeah. since you launched. And I'm curious to hear how the business has evolved as well and how you plan to evolve it in the future. Yeah. So when I first started the business, I think it was very like product based, which it still is like we have products that we sell on our website. But something that's really important to me in this season of our business is like just connection. So how are we connecting with people online and even in person this year? We've done a lot more in-person events and experiences, which has been like super, super heartwarming. Um, I think for me, it's really about just continuing to push the status quo. Like I never want to get too comfortable. I think we are doing well. Like we're successful in the sense of like we're making money, like we're profitable, like those are amazing things. But I want to make sure that like we're making real impact in our products, but then also in the way that we share content on social media mm. in every avenue of our business. Like we've been brainstorming our 2024 vision already. And it's like, I want every single aspect of our business to feel like it means something. And there's certain things that you do, that people tell you as like a marketer, like, oh yeah, you need to run ads or you need to send emails and you need to do all these things. And I do, I do these things, but there's a way that we can do it that is true to ourselves and what our mission is. So we're always asking ourselves these questions. Newsletter is like a big one that I've been trying to figure out recently. Um, with email marketing because I don't want it to be like yeah buy this now I'm like how do we encourage like positive messages even through our email and sure. really build community and I think you're approaching with such um with so much genuine energy that people will, will realize that it's yeah. not just transactional I think the way that you have approached building your business and the way that you're thinking about 2024 sounds just so again just so pure and intentional yeah. to go back to that <laughs> word yeah. so I think it's gonna it's gonna resonate yeah. also I think as a consumer I can I can read right through a brand yeah. that isn't genuine most consumers are that way so it's more in than ever important for you know for businesses and brands to approach everything with intention and for consumers to continue to gravitate towards yeah. those brands and businesses doing so and i will say too that like anytime i partner with somebody else especially if it's like an agency like pr marketing whatever it's like we have a brand bible like we need to tell you we have like a blacklist of like yeah. words we can't say because like i know some marketing messages we've gotten before is like oh yeah like a cheaper version of therapy and it's like I don't want to discourage people from therapy of mm. course like of course that journaling can be like an intro and sometimes people do this like right before starting therapy for the first time which I think is really cool but like I never want to be like yeah like do this buy this journal instead of therapy or like this is gonna change your life forever like I'm very careful about our messaging too yeah yeah oh that's so important and you know what I think is really unique about inside the now is the some of the stories that you've shared on other podcasts mm -hmm. of people who have reached out to you and said I am in the military and I love your journal yeah. or I am a teacher and I love your journal I'd love for you to share some stories yeah. that just kind of give you the chills and yeah. like just are serendipitous around how you hear people using and 
um, your products. And you've never, like, honestly, some of the stories I hear, it's things that I never expected going into it. Um, One thing that happened, like, this year was a guy had reached out to us. He works in a women's prison. He has, like, this group, and they, like, meet weekly. And he was saying that he had actually gifted journals to all of the inmates at the journal, at the um, prison, and, like, was having, like, really meaningful conversations with people through that. And I never expected that. Wow. It's funny because I've actually gotten a few emails where people ask the question, like, do you ship to presents? I was like, uh, yeah, I think so. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, another one that I thought was really unique was actually someone had made a video about how they had received the journal as a gift. And what I thought was so cool is that the person who had gifted them the journal had actually wrote in notes. So it was in the Better Every Day journal, the one that's dated, and they had like written them a message on their birthday. They had written like special notes like for prompts that they thought that they would like or like things that was painful. Like I think she had mentioned that like one of her family members passed away. So like she had written like encouraging notes and like some of the prompts. I thought it was just so like thoughtful. And I so we always thoughtful. say that like yeah, like, yeah, this would definitely make a good gift. But like to have it personalized in that way was nothing that I had thought of before. So I think it was so cool that people like receive it in ways that you didn't even intend. I mm-hmm. think that is like such an amazing thing about like creating something and putting it out into the world is like you may have. Yes, like as, as much as I talk about intention, but people like have their own intentions in their life and like can receive it in ways that you couldn't have even imagined so i think that's very beautiful that is so beautiful and just extraordinary to hear that inmates at prisons are benefiting from from the product that you Mm -hmm. created that's incredible congratulations thank you i want to shift a little bit into talking more about you and talking about your self-discovery journey one of the things that we believe at theory and practice is that The past decade or so of wellness has been encouraging many of us to improve ourselves and to abide by what this person's doing or what this person is uh, eating or what this person is promoting for exercise. But that is skipping the step Mm. of self-discovery, which is first and foremost getting to know yourself before then choosing to improve yourself. Mm. So we like to to think of self-discovery plus self-improvement equals personal growth Mm, so in what ways you know have you connected the idea of self-discovery with entrepreneurship yeah I think self-discovery for me is first like really understanding yourself so like what do I want what is my mission what are my goals and really being careful about like where you're receiving that from like is it from me or is it from my parents or is it from my friends or is it from social media um so really just like sitting with yourself first and then also like apart from finding the things that you want to change and improve i think self-acceptance is a big one as well because as much as you look on social media and you see the wellness routine of someone that you admire and you're like, yes, I need these five new positive habits, you also have to sit with yourself and say, like, I am whole in the way that I am and I love myself. And even if nothing changes, like, I am me and I'm amazing. So Mm -hmm. I think 
that's been really, really important for me because especially for anyone who is ambitious, it can Mm -hmm. be really easy to be always chasing the next thing or figuring out how you want to improve or figuring out how you want your business to be. But you also have to just be present and be grateful. And I think there are so many amazing things that we learn from just like living. Um, So taking time and appreciating those moments has been really important. And I want like our journals and and the business to be a combination of all those things, right? Like discovering yourself, understanding yourself, accepting that, but then also saying like, you know, things don't always need to stay the way they are. If there is something that inspires me or something that I want to change, it's absolutely possible. Yeah, that's, that's, I I couldn't have said it better. (laughs) So I appreciate all that honesty and candor and really the doubling down on Mm self-acceptance because you, you can only love yourself after you accept yourself. Yeah. I, I remember when I was in uh, a, f- a difficult phase of my life where I couldn't love myself. Mm. And I remember my therapist just being like, you don't you don't have to get there yet. Let's just start first by accepting. Mm. Accepting where you are, accepting the reality of life, and then eventually baby steps to get to self-love. Because I think we have this sometimes this idea that like, okay, I got to love myself. I love myself. But yeah. do you truly... And, Maybe if you're not there yet, like take a step back and just see things where they are and maybe that can help get you to self-love. Yeah. And I think nothing is overnight. Like everything is a journey and a process. And when we put these expectations, even self-love, like it's like an expectation. It's like, yes, I have to love myself and I have to have all these boundaries and I need X, Y, and Z. I think it can be very overwhelming. So I definitely agree with just taking time to appreciate where you are and and seeing that like anything is possible. Yeah, yeah, you are so wise. <laughs> you are so wise. I like, I'm like really digesting every oh everything that you're saying. So Naya, I'm also curious to, to hear your perspective being a black woman in the wellness industry. Tell us about that experience and what's your take on that? Yeah, I think for so long, the wellness industry wasn't marketed or geared towards women of color. And I think recently it's starting to change, which is so amazing. I think it's just really important to me because I think a lot of black women and women of color in general experience a lot of like trauma and negative experiences. And like if like we need it, we need wellness, we need practices that help us get back to ourselves. And depending like what background you are too, a lot of times like our parents are not Mm encouraging of therapy or if you talk about your mental health they don't understand especially if you're like parents you're a child Mm -hmm. of immigrants um so i think it's really important um for people of color to pour back into themselves and i'm so like honored to be a founder of wellness and and just really to ensure that like we're being represented through our partnerships like with other people and through our content that it's really serving like the diverse audience that wellness is really supposed to be for. Um, so that that has been amazing. I think it'd be really beneficial for people to just learn more from guidance that you have around, for example, how you take care of yourself as you're building a business. Yeah. How do you pr- prioritize your well-being while being an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and while you know scaling this business? It's so interesting because when I was working at Meta full time, I remember I had this concept that I would tell myself, which is I'm going to give to me before I give to anybody else. And at that stage of my life, it meant 
oh, I was going to work on my business. Like I was going to work on my business in the mornings, like rather than after work, because I'm like, my mornings is when my ideas are fresh. Like, why am I immediately giving to another company when I have my own? But it's so interesting how that has evolved to now, like now that I'm a full-time business owner, I realize that like giving to myself is not just my business. Like I am not my business. I am me. And I've been learning to differentiate the two. I think it's amazing because I do love what I do and I do love the work and I think it makes it so much easier to have balance. But at the same time, I have to acknowledge like what makes me feel good apart from like what my business is. So I think at this stage of my life, I'm just more intentional about using my time to pour into myself. And then also just like I think the most amazing thing about wellness is just doing the things that make you feel good. I think it's like as simple as that, like what makes you feel well Mm -hmm. um, and allowing those things to shift as your needs shift. So I love traveling. I always make sure to cut out time for traveling, um, reading, like just the little things that make me feel rejuvenated. What are you reading right now? Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm actually reading how to I think it's called like small talk. And it's actually a book about like how to have conversations with people. I've been networking a lot more recently and I think it's like a really cool book about just like how to be personable in a way that's like meaningful Um, because I think there's been a negative connotation with small talk but I think it's really amazing to just be able to connect with people that you meet through all walks of life oh very very interesting so so cool so you know as you think about or as you talk about giving to yourself in the mornings Mm -hmm. and you mentioned that the mornings are when your ideas are most fresh Mm -hmm. what keeps your creativity flowing how do you bring energy and freshness and creativity into your business and into your life so one thing that i love is that like life is inspiration so experiences are inspiration i draw a lot of ideas from like conversations that i have with people things that i'm listening to or that i'm reading Um, in culmination with also just spending time with myself to sit with my thoughts because I think we can like consume so much external like influence and advice but like it's not really until you sit with yourself that you realize like what you truly want to put out into the world and create Um, something that I've noticed recently is that like I get a lot of ideas on planes Mm. yeah so I like you know how a lot of people sleep or like watch movies on planes like I am reading in my and writing in my journal all the time so for some reason I don't know if it's the altitude or whatever but planes is definitely where I get some of my best ideas it's like how some people get their ideas when they're in their shower yeah I've been hearing that that's not me I'm not a shower person but I'm telling you planes planes are area for me I think the 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 takeaway from this is like for everyone listening just Think about where you're most in flow, mm-hmm. where you are most um, your authentic self, mm-hmm. where you are most open to ideas. For example, for me, it's when I'm running. Mm-hmm. When I'm running and typically eh, it's in the mornings, but also in the afternoons it can happen. That's when I get my ideas. And sometimes I like have so many ideas that I, I end my run and I like pull out my notes app and like just write down everything that came to my head when I was on my run because that's when I find myself most in flow. Mm, I love that. And I actually, I came up with the idea of theory and practice or at least the name for it 
uh, while I was on a run. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I think um, it's so important to find like pockets of time during your day or Mm -hmm. whenever really to to get those ideas, to be open to those ideas. Yeah. And sometimes you forget to get back to those things. Like especially so when you're creating something new, I think you spend a lot of time like thinking and brainstorming and things. But then when you're actually doing the action of running a business and people start talking to you about finance and banking and all of these crazy things, I think you have to remember to get back to those places where you do feel calm and when you can create new ideas because there's so much busyness in your life. And I remember I used to have a sticky note on my mirror that said like remember your why because mm. I think it's so easy to forget even with the most purposeful brands and the most yeah. purposeful podcasts or books like it's so easy to lose that so you always need to be very intentional about connecting back to yourself yeah yeah that's so true so you know for many of our listeners they're in college Mm -hmm. or have recently graduated they're in their 20s they're exploring you know who they want to be what they want to do what advice do you have for for everyone listening that's kind of in that phase of i don't really know what to do but i have some of these ideas that i like and one of our general prompts is like do you make decisions in your life based on your mind heart and gut And I think everyone has a different answer, but sometimes it's a culmination of all those things. I think it's really easy to have ideas, but it's a step further to act on those ideas. But that also doesn't necessarily mean that every single idea that you have, you need to act on. It's about that culmination of like, is this the right thing for me? Is my, what is my gut telling me? What is my heart telling me? And what is my mind telling me? And not necessarily using that as a way to like cop out, but as a way to really analyze whether this idea is like something that is meaningful to you and that you want to put into the world. Because Mm -hmm. something that I will say is like ideation is like such an amazing process, but when it comes to doing the work, sometimes it's hard. And if your ideas are not rooted in something bigger than like immediate reaction and sales or views i think it's really hard to stay to it um so i think it first starts with like being really true to yourself and what you want to create and then the next stage is really just about that discipline i know that has been like one of my biggest i would say um reasons for the success is that like i know that i'm willing to do the work and i always do the work um, and discipline is just like so important when it when you want to put something out into the world because it's that day to day like actually doing the showing thing. up yeah. every day as as much as you can think of you might have the most amazing idea but if you don't do the work it's never gonna see totally totally I think there was a quote that was like actually I'm, I'm gonna butcher this but I it know was I like, butcher quotes all the time <laughs> let me see <laughs> it's like um. <laughs> Ideas are like 10%, execution is 90%, yeah. something like that. Something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, no, but it, it's so true. <laughs> so we're nearing the end of this episode, and the way that I like to close is with a set of rapid-fire questions. Yeah. So the first question I have for you is, what does self-discovery mean to you? And if I know you an- answered this a little bit earlier on in the conversation, but in just a few sentences, yeah. what does that mean to you? I think self-discovery is really taking time to understand and know yourself so that you can be the most intentional. 
um, there is also the school. I hope I don't butcher it, but it's like live with intention or exist by default. The whole point of self-discovery is that so that you can make better choices that are more in tuned with what you want and with what you need. (laughs) Okay, so what is one habit, ritual, or belief that you use to enhance your self-discovery journey and that has changed your life? Yeah, I think a big habit for me is just consuming positive content. Like I love podcasts, I love books, like anything that I can just like listen to to get that refresh, I think has been really important to me. And just like honestly writing and journaling. I know that's probably corny coming from me, but like it's definitely my way of really connecting to myself. Love that. I think, okay, there's another quote here (laughs) about writing. It was like, write to think, don't Mm. think to write. Mm. So like the the process of actually writing helps you think. Mm. And I have found that to be so true when I'm journaling about a challenge or a difficult situation. And as I write it out, I get a lot of clarity Mm. of how I'm processing that situation. I love that. Okay, what is one product or service under $100 USD that you use to enhance your self-discovery journey? Ooh, I'm going to have to say similarly journals. Like I am a journal guru. Like I think it's just such an amazing place to connect with yourself. And yeah. this can be any journal. Like it doesn't even have to be mine. It, it can be guided or not guided. But like, but anything, yours are amazing. Yeah. So <laughs> it could be anything that just honestly allows you to put your thoughts onto paper um, or even digital um, just to like take time for yourself. I think it's been really important in just allowing me to better connect and with myself. So, and what is one free app on your phone that you use to enhance your self discovery journey? So, I don't know if this is free, I know it was free with Facebook, but the Calm app is so good. I was not a meditation person before but i think it has some really good like beginner meditation practices and i'm sure they have like a free version as well as a paid version um but i actually love their meditations on the calm app calm app okay i think someone else may have mentioned that yeah it's so good it's so good what is one resource can be a book a thought leader a podcast that you recommend for people to check out to enhance their self self discovery journeys yeah i'll do a a couple books that i've really liked is like the tipping point um i think that book is just really cool to see how like small ideas can translate into like just like a worldwide phenomenon and it really allows you to connect with like your ideas and like Mm -hmm. how that resonates with the world around you um another book that has been really nice to me is just atomic habits i think like your habits are it allowed me to realize like how much your habits are a part of your identity and like what you think you become um so i thought that was really really important and just thinking about how to do the day-to-day to be the best version of yourself amazing i have yet to read atomic oh my god you have i know i know i have it over there i just i need to i need to actually just 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 read it yeah um naya this has been such a wonderful conversation where can we find you where can we learn more about inside the now and then after that i'd love for you to share a little bit more about what to expect uh from inside the now in 2024 this episode is coming out i think about 10 days before the year and so we're just curious to hear about what's coming up for Inside the Now. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find us on all social platforms, Instagram, TikTok, all that at Inside the Now, um, or my personal at Naya Jones. 
and our website is insidethenout.com. In terms of, tw- I'm so excited for 2024. Like we've oh, already- yes, we've love already, this energy. Yeah, like we're starting our vision planning. Like I think we're gonna do a lot of cool things. One thing you're gonna get some exclusive information is that we're launching an app um, around the new year. So I Congrats. think that's gonna be really cool. Um, just to meet people where they are. Like there are people that just wanna do something on their phone and it's it's easy and it allows you to do it on the go. So I'm super excited about that. And um, we also are definitely continuing in-person experiences next year. It's something that like we experimented this year and I think it's gonna be one of our priorities just to meet people in different cities, whether that's dinners or yoga events, meditation. Like we're honestly open to so much. Um, so definitely expect more in-person experiences and stay tuned. Um, maybe we'll be in your city. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So much good stuff happening for you. We, yeah. I wish you the best. Thank I wish you, you and the team the best. I can't wait to see what comes out in 2024. Yeah. For everyone, um, I definitely recommend you check out the journals on InsideTheNow.com. And Naya and team were also kind enough to give us a discount code. So we will link that out here. And then, of course, below um on the show and the episode show notes yeah. i am so so grateful that you came on the pod full circle moment I know. full circle moment from meta to your living yes <laughs> yes exactly um thank you so much for joining us and for just sharing all your wisdom with such vulnerability and openness yeah. and i am so excited for what's to come for you yeah thank you so much for having me i i loved everything about this conversation so thank awesome you. awesome thanks so much Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give us a rating, a follow, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find Theory and Practice on Instagram, on TikTok, as well as our website, theoryandpractice.com. And thanks so much again. We'll see you next week.